Get real. Get real. Get real. Get real. Welcome to Get Real with Jesse Steele. I'm your host, Jesse Steele. This week, we are talking to James Trules of Butt Hurt Owens Valley fame. BHOV, for those who don't know, is a Facebook group exclusive to the Owens Valley. It is a place for people to air their grievances publicly. Then people can comment, and chaos ensues. It's hilarious most of the time, and eye-opening to say the least. With over 5,000 subscribers, it is one of the most visited news sources in the area. We will get to butthurt news in a moment, but first, let's find out more about James and what else he does for our community. From his job as a cafeteria utility worker at the elementary and middle schools, to his infamous haunted swamp persona, Bubbles the Clown. This lifelong bishop resident is well-known and respected in the community. With possible political aspirations, as well as a strong advocacy for domestic violence prevention, and the local group Eastern Sierra Pride, this interview definitely covers a wide range. Trigger warning for those so affected, during the second segment we discuss child abuse, domestic violence against women. Now that we took care of some errands, let's get real with James Trolls of Butthurt Owens Valley. Okay, we are here on Get Real with Jesse Steele. It has been 20 years. 20! Since that was said out loud. Bro, that was the first thing that I was going to say when I came in here was, get real with Jet. I'll get a lot of those. Uh, people in the bar and stuff still will be like, hey. And I'm like, dude, I don't even remember that. I'm surprised you guys do. Right. But here's my point with this. Get real with Jesse Steele. I know my name's in the title. Nobody cares about me and doesn't want to hear what I have to say. So we are going to get real with James Trules. What up, though? What up, man? How's it going? Doing really good today, man. Cool. Cool. Nice. Hey, so let's just get into this. Sure. Um, let's get right back to right to the beginning of this. So you're born and raised here. Born right? and raised. Yeah. Um, what what did your parents do? Um, born. Let's really August. start from the beginning. Super. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can break it all the way down. So I was born August twenty fourth, nineteen seventy eight, five forty five a.m. Nice. Nice. And I know that because my beautiful, wonderful mother calls me at five forty five a.m. <laughs> Cool. She's like, this is the time that my baby boy chose to be shown to the world. <laughs> so so mom and dad, um, mom, she worked in several different places. So, And then dad, obviously, trolls concrete. Yeah. So they met um, on Voguet Ranch, which is right beneath the uh, Mount Tom out mm-hmm. there, past 40 acres. Uh, my dad was a ranch hand. Okay. And my mom obviously lived out there. And somehow or another, dad's convinced my mom, <laughs> right? My sweet, innocent mom. And like my dad, you know, he was a rebel. He'd grown up. So somewhere down south, right? Yeah. He grew up in Lakeview Terrace. Okay. Um, went to Taft High School. Okay. Um, and then they went from there to Bakersfield. Okay. And Bakersfield transitioned up here because grandpa used to take them up here, my grandpa Trolls. Okay. Uh, for fishing trips and whatnot. Oh, cool, cool. Hunting, all that stuff yeah, yeah. as kids. And then Grandpa got a job with, oddly enough, Caltron. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a mold engineer, moldsmith. Cool. Nice. And that kind of leads us way right into concrete because you do have to make a lot of molds and you're, you know. So, Dad, he, like, 
in his aspirations, he really wanted to open up like a like a motor shop, like somewhere where you can bring, you know, your Chevy 350, get it hopped up. Yeah. And, you know, mount it in a truck and get it going. So he worked for Steve's Auto Parts. Okay. And th- I guess that wasn't really paying the bills. And Steve was one of the first people to hold me after I was born, which okay. is really neat. Yeah. Um, and then he lived on Wild Rose right next door at the time. Um to Steve Yeager, Yeager Concrete. Okay. And then was looking for a new job. Kind of went for it. Transitioned. And then the rest is history. That works. Who was the uh, last person to hold you? Uh, right now, the last person to hold me would be my sweet Amanda. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so you went into work uh, concrete, right? I did. So um, out of high school, uh, my first job was mowing lawns, Okay. right? Um, it was just uh, basically... Um, a, a job that uh, my mom had hooked me up with because she worked mm-hmm. at Caltrons. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she worked with his wife and she was like, hey, my husband needs help. I know that James is looking for a job. Yes. And that came to an abrupt end when I cut these two fingers off at the tip with a lawnmower, had them sewn back on. We'll just let you at home think about what fingers he's pointing at me right now. Bro. <laughs> but it was so crazy. There was, Pointer in middle, by the way. There was the incline. Yeah. And I was, it was a very steep incline. So I'm pushing it up. Yeah. A piece of shit lawnmower, the bag always fell off of it. Yeah. 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 And at that point in time, um, you know, I'm, I'm pushing uphill. The bag falls off. I make the choice to not turn it off. Yeah. Cause I've done it at that time, you know, several hundred times. Yeah. yeah. So the motor's running. I try to put the bag back on. I slip. I open my hand, goes in the shoe. Oh. One, two, three, four, right? Yeah. So one, two, three on my index. And yeah. Four lock that one. Ooh. And it was only holding on by like a tiny piece of skin down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this one is just they got it back on. Just a lot shorter. Oh yeah, see, can't even see it scars or. I mean that one, like my my middles are different. Yeah, it's totally flipping me off right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Double <laughs> nice. Okay, so we've gone to there. You moved into that. Um, what did you before you even get into like jobs and stuff? What is it that you wanted to do when you're in high? I'm assuming Bishop High School. Yeah, yeah. And then what did you want to go into and all that? Was so, it about Herd Owens Valley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fell face first into that one. Nice. We'll um, get to that later. Keep listening. It's at the end of the interview. But uh, originally, as a kid, I wanted to be a weatherman. Mm-hmm. I loved like watching the news with my dad at night. Yeah, seeing Dallas Rains. Totally, I remember. Guys, yeah, yeah. Like with those those funny names coming yeah. up, but and it just seemed like it would be a fun gig to you know be out there just you know, telling people what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's funny, Dallas Rains and stuff like that. I get all the time, especially when I started Get Real with Jesse Steele 20 years ago. One of the producers, um, I don't remember who, they they said to me, uh, Jesse Steele, that's the best stage name. And I said, for what, a wrestler? I'm like, <laughs> a cop show? Maybe a porn actor. I'm like, yeah, that's my real name. It's not a stage name. Right. <laughs> nice. Okay, so Weatherman. That's interesting. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Um, like not being sarcastic. That's interesting. I've never yeah. heard that before. I would have loved to be. That's pretty rad, yeah. Okay, well, we'll get you on here at Eastern Sierra now doing some uh, weather. Dude, let's go. You're in. I'm doing it. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, did we mention that this is part of the Eastern Sierra Now podcast network? No. Network. Oh, yeah. We have a building now in Bishop. It's right behind Chase Bank, 163 May Street. Used to be Public Works if you've been around a while. And it's taken shape, man. Looks good. Thank you so much. Yeah, we put a lot of work into this place. It's been like six months. So we are now making this happen. Okay. Uh, is there any adults in your life that inspired, motivated you, or um, helped you to reach your goals to where you are at this point? That really stands out. Not everybody, because clearly you're going to have 50, but 
Yeah, like I I drew inspiration from my family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like my grandparents, uh, God rest all of their souls. Mm-hmm. They were like my Grammy man. She was just such a neat person, mm-hmm. loving, accepting person. My grandpa Fix was um, a very devout uh, Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, both him and Grandma Fix were really involved in uh, the Calvary Baptist Church. Yeah. So I grew up. Um, as a Baptist Christian, uh, then on the other side of things, I like my outlaw side of the family. My Grammy was in a motorcycle gang when she was thirteen. Ah, right. Yep. Because she, she grew up in Arkansas, she's just a wild lady. Nice, you know. And and then when uh, Grandpa got out of Korea, he was in the Korean War. Um, they met, and the rest is that is history. So I had the best of both worlds sides, yep. you know, from the very structured, family orientated. And it's not that the troll side wasn't family orientated because they really, really were. It was just they were a little more wild. A little wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wild ones have a lot of fun, man. <laughs> Lord knows I know that. And and both sides, you know, it was uh, like, you know, my uncle, was, my uncle Steve is just a beautiful human. My uncle Bud, I really, really love that man. He has one of the most unique voices you would ever hear. Mm-hmm. And I could just sit and listen to him talk. And he had great stories. Human beings are really interesting. It's kind of why I wanted to do this show again. Before, we used to be, you know, Wayne's World, jackass, kind of whatever. Sure. I mean, I was pushing the envelope. Now I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm too broken and old. But um, <laughs> I'll still be a smartass. But uh, I think that the uh, the real reason I want to get this is more of the name is what stuck with me. I've been thinking about it for a few months, and it's like, get real. That's what I'm here to do. Right. It's not about doing weird shit. Right. It's not because it rhymes with my name. I want to be able to talk to James or whomever sure. we're talking to and be like, dude, What's real? Tell me about you. Like everybody knows Butthurt. It's, yeah. it's probably the most viewed news source in our area. I really don't think that is. It's so true. funny how it transitioned. It's nuts. Yeah. Everybody goes to Butthurt. Like I'll hear people. It's almost like it, Butthurt or it didn't happen. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, when I post something, I post it to Butthurt. It just, right. so does everybody else. It is what it is, bro. And so we'll get to that. I got a couple more things here before we get into the Butthurt thing. Um, So... Let's get into your work with uh, like school and stuff like that. Yeah. Delivering pizzas. Yeah. Bubbles the clown. Yeah. You know, so let's start with that. We'll start with school. Tell me a little bit about how that's going and how you're working with it. I just fell into that, man. And it is such a rewarding job that I have, be- like I've learned to just, not learned, but it, it's just become such a huge part of my life. Like those kids, you know what I mean? Like basically I have I have two stepchildren, Connor and Corrigan. Connor's 18 now. Corrigan is working on 16. And I'm super proud of both those boys. Yeah. You know, I came into their lives when they were really young mm. um, and I've watched them blossom into amazing humans. Mm. So on the other side of that, like I have 800 kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kinder through eighth grade. Yeah. And I have relationships with so many hundreds of different kids and have an impact with those children on a daily basis. And that's, it's, you know, I didn't really realize what it would be mm. taking that job because I just needed a job. Yeah. Right, I yeah. I had quit my job with the county. Um, I was just done in that, you know. Um, I was just done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the like, government but, realm's kind of difficult. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just kind of fell into that one. Nice. What's your uh, daily life like at school? What do you do while you're there? So I get to school at six thirty, and then I go open the building, um, prep for breakfast, welcome the kids interact with them, do behavior. If you're being bad and you're in my building or I, you know, around, like I have to help correct that behavior. Yeah. Yeah. That really wasn't part of the 
job description, mm-hmm. but it's something that I just couldn't help but do. Yeah. Right. And the administration is super like, um, they're, they're really happy that I, I have that role with them because it relieves their role. Uh, there's literally like every public school is just underfunded. Oh. Underband. We're out. Oh, I taught for five years. I hear you. <laughs> I will open up the building. It's a multi-purpose building. Mm-hmm. So right now we have basketball in there. At this right. moment, they're doing the winter little celebration or whatever it is uh, tomorrow evening. Gosh mm-hmm. darn, I'm sorry, guys, that I forget what it's called. I <laughs> see it on my schedule and I prep. By the time this posts, it'll be past that, so it's no big deal. So um, and once I have everything out, trash cans out, make sure the restrooms are clean, make sure the tables are clean. Um, then it's just greeting the kids and cool. making a difference in their day. Awesome. You know, by name, have them come in. If they're coming in wild and hot, like I, I, it you can make a huge impact on a child's life just by recognizing them. Mm-hmm. Like it, me in school, like especially struggling with my childhood, mm-hmm. which was very tumultuous. Um, I just wanted to be seen. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean. So, the biggest thing that I do is try to be the person that I needed as yes. a kid to the kids now. That's inspiring as hell. That's exactly what people should be doing. For sure. And um, I've seen that for years where it's like, you need to be a better person than you had. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like be a better dad, be a better mom, be a better, I just mean like what you needed, that's what you need to try to give to somebody else. And if you've done that at least once in your life, you succeeded, for sure. in my opinion. And yeah. you get to do it every day for every kids. Day. It's awesome. Right, yeah. so if they come in hot, I'm just like, hey man, and like, you know, whoever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll look at me and I'm just like, if it's too much, I'm just like, we're not going to do that this morning. Okay. Like remember how to enter the cafeteria and we need to be respectful. We need to be responsible. Exactly. So, and, and that stifles it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And other no, that's than awesome. that, it's just, um, you know, if they look like they're having a hard time, just ask mm-hmm. them, you know, they're like compliment them on something. Hey, that's a sweet backpack or, you yeah. know, like just something, let them be recognized. Just acknowledge them. That's what every kid wants is just to be acknowledged, just to get the chance to be them and who they are. And that's. That's great, man. Speaking of being you, I need to skip ahead here. I want to know about Bubbles the Clown. What's going on? <laughs> you mentioned man, that, that you have was, Bubbles the Clown. I need to know. Like, this was <laughs> the first year that I was in Bubbles, and it was, uh-huh. it was so hard on me because, like, I, like, where else do you get a chance to scare, you know, 600-plus people a night? Uh-huh. And, like, like, everybody likes, you know, I used to love to scare my mom. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, like, I still, like, try not to, but I scare her. <laughs> I scare Amanda from time to time, and she hates it, but it's just, it, you know, it's fun. I don't know why. It's just, it's a fun thing to do. So, like, when um, I was asked by Corey Yeager, because mm-hmm. uh, they had a clown, and for whatever reason or another, they couldn't. So I just kind of came up with this character, Bubbles the Clown. Nice. Uh, and uh, my Bubbles voice, man, I didn't do it. Um, normally, I do interviews with Gary Young. And like I would do anything but call him Gary. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Young. And he'd be like, My name's Gary. Like, what? Your name's Barry. You know what I mean? So like I have that voice trying to promote the the Haunted Swamp. And it is it was, you know, it, it just brought a lot of people because at that point in time, what was that? Like five years ago, the clowns, right? You know, the people were on the street as clowns. I remember Gary. that. Yeah. And it was like a I remember thing. thinking somebody needs to dress up as Batman. This is getting intense. Right. <laughs> it was like a real thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. like it, I don't know. It was just an absolute uh just so fun to do. Hilarious. Right. Like and and I took it yeah. serious. Like everything that I do, like I take very serious. Mm-hmm. Like my jobs, whatever it is, like I put my whole heart into it. Yeah. So when I become Bubbles the Clown, 
Like it's, I don't really like to break character. I like to be bubbles. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. And like, like try to figure out who. And it was never kids. It was always adults. Yeah, yeah. right. So if they're just like, you know, somebody be like, "Oh, my wife, she hates clowns." You should have never told me that, man. Should have said that. So I like, <laughs> there's there's pathways to where you can like, I would scare her, yeah, right, and be like, you know, ah, I'll see you again, and then like be there, ready for the next. And month. then the third time, mm-hmm. and then so the fourth time, they're yeah. like, I'm, you know, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah. Right, and the fourth time, I would just jump out, rah, 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 you know, get them really yeah. good. And when they're walking away, I'd be like, I'll see you again in your dreams. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you ruin their life forever. Like it was just, yeah. people. a lot of people don't like clouds. Do you remember the Haunted Castles in Big Pine? I do. So my uncle started that. And so uh, my whole life, I was a part of it. And I always got to be something, you know. Sure. And more times than I can count, I got decked in the face by full-grown men. When I was a child, for sure, uh, because they get freaked out. Yeah, they're boom, and it'd be like, oh, like I took more punches in the face in there than I've taken in real life. Yeah, like it's like, dude, <laughs> and uh, it's like, come on, man, I'm twelve. I've took some shots, bro. I was gonna say, I bet, yeah, it's some shots. People hate clowns. I was never a clown. Right, <laughs> clowns are the worst, and I love it. That's fantastic. All right, let me get system kids stuff here, and then we'll cut to a break real fast. For sure. Um, so two things I want to know with uh, kids. You've worked with the youth. You've worked in the school. Yes, you've done a lot of that stuff. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges? our local kids face today and what can we do to address those challenges so this is you know and, and i don't want to like sound um so I, you know what i'm just gonna say it because we're getting real with jesse Steele. yeah the, right. the biggest the biggest problem is kids raising kids yeah so there was the destruction systematically of the nuclear family yes. right yeah and that started with and like i'm not misogynistic or sexist at all but that started with putting women to work yeah Right. So they figured we're missing, we're missing out on taxing half of the population. Mm -hmm. We need to promote, you know, these women getting jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's not that they shouldn't be a stay at home mom because that's their duty. They're the woman. Yeah. But somebody should be involved in these kids' life, like coming home, seeing somebody, whether it be mom, dad, grandma. Not so swamped that you're at work. Every parent is at work and the kids play Nintendo. Right. Oh, see, uncle, you know what I mean? Yeah. The nuclear family, once there was that destruction, uh, like he, he, the, we just lost out on kids having someone to help them, you know, in, in everyday life. Cause we don't, as kids, you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You need instruction. Right. Mm-hmm. So if no one's there anymore, I was a latchkey kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dad was working. My mom was working. We were super poor. Yeah. So like, if you don't have that anymore. Right. And then it like, it seems like parents get younger and younger and younger, mm-hmm. right? Like they're the responsibility of having children is nobody really thinks about it. Yeah. It's like, oops, I knocked her up. We have a kid now. Yeah. Right. It's not like people are planning, like bringing a life into this world. Yeah. Because none, none of us were asked to be born, but we, we were, and we can't pick our parents. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So when you're born to like somebody who is young and inexperienced in themselves and not mature, they and it and now with the digital age, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know how to get you to shut up. Here, look at this. Everywhere you go, you see where you toddlers with iPads sitting in restaurants. And take it away and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Freak out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Right. It's rebel. It's just it's it's a really disturbing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, it I mean, directly into into my my life, you know what I yeah. mean? My my dad was uh twenty two, my mom was nineteen, two mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Ricky was on accident, mm-hmm. right? So they got married. And then I was planned. Mm-hmm. And two years after I was born, man, they got a divorce. Right. And then you, you're growing up in a broken home. Yeah. Right. So yeah. 
it's it's like what do you do to fix that how can you even fix that yeah like you there's it's just it's it's a, a very um sad thing yeah i think a lot of the stuff that i've had some issues with in the past with these same types of instances is things like like looking at some of the different schools like poor big pine they don't even have a football team anymore I mean, there's so many things where you can't get kids to do stuff because they're too busy playing their game or watching their YouTube or whatever, or their parents aren't involved, so they don't feel they need to get involved right. or volunteer. They don't want to do parades for kids anymore because you can't get them to build a float. I mean, that's how it was back when we were in school, and now it's like you just don't have that stuff anymore. And One thing that I want to touch on and you brought up is yeah. the parent involvement. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, like I would go to baseball games a lot. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? My parents were busy. They were working. Uh-huh. But I, it is so awesome to see the involvement of parents, to see us have a little league, yeah. like not baseball, not soccer, right. but football now. Right. And see the dedication of those parents. It's it, true. There's a lot. You know, and, and shout out to all those the cheerleaders. I mean, right. there's, yeah. The, and it's, it's, it's the, you know, it's the full nine. So totally. Like, that was, I was going to say, we were getting negative with that, but the opposite side is there is a lot of power parents that really do try. It's so and do amazing get out to see you yeah. know, to, It's like so amazing to see. Like, so just a, a, like a huge like thank you to all of those parents who are sacrificing. Like kids are on travel teams. Yeah. So every weekend it's, I'm packing up maybe my kid, maybe three other kids, and we're going to play football, baseball, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's just wonderful to see, man. That's cool. That's really excellent. On that good note, we're going to take a break from one of our sponsors. We will be right back. Hey there, Eastern Sierra, it's Jesse. Let me ask you a question. How much is your energy bill each month? It's pretty high, right? Well, with the new climate change bill that passed, there is actually 30% tax rebates in there for going solar. Why is that important? <laughs> well, one of our top advertisers is High Point Solar. They were already the best and the cheapest in the area. And if you mention this ad, you get $250 off your purchase. But now, whatever you choose to purchase, you can put in a 30% tax rebate. That means when all is said and done, most likely your bill is less than $100 a month. And once it's paid off, you no longer have bills. So, the second smartest thing you could do, get yourself an electric water heater, an electric dryer, make sure all your appliances are electric, then you don't have bills anymore. Once the solar is paid off, which is like seven years, it's not even a big deal, it's like having a car. That's a car that's gonna last for 30 or 40 years, by the way. So what's the first smartest thing you could do? Call Amy at High Point Solar, that's 760-937-5849. Again, 760-937-5849, or go to High Point solar.com and get your free quote today. And don't forget to mention you heard this from Jesse at Eastern Sierra Now. You'll get $250 off your purchase. Trust me, worth it. Tantalize your taste buds and elevate your dining experience at Astorga's Mexican Restaurant, a family-run gym where passion meets flavor. Our authentic Mexican dishes are crafted with love, making each bite a journey south of the border. Immerse yourself in the vibrant atmosphere where the warmth of family hospitality is as palpable as the spices in our dishes. Order online now at AstorgasMexicanRestaurant.com and bring the fiesta to your table. Astorgas Mexican Restaurant, where every meal feels like family. Okay, welcome back. Uh, please patronize. That's the right way of using it. In English, some words are different and they mean different things. For sure. I want you to become a patron of... All of our different people. That one was Astorias. The best. Shoot. You can't complain. Oh my God. Dude. Astorias, bro. <laughs> it's <Language>. the best. 
There's shrimp fajitas, man. Oh, dude, dude. I do no bell pepper, uh, double jalapeno. Okay. Oh, uh, it's it's the bomb, dude. It's like they're huge. They're oh yeah, shrimp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some of these Storgas boys in here to do one of these and just talk about this. That they they've been one of the best. So anyway, definitely patronize them. Speaking of patronizing, have you heard of Patreon? That's a lot of puh, puh. you know microphones don't like that, and we don't have those little dead cats on here. That's what they're actually called, the fuzzy things. Right. So you might be getting a lot of plosives with my Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Go check check it out. It's it's uh. Patreon.com slash Eastern Sierra now. The first Patreon I ever subscribed to, Joey Diaz. Yeah, oh, okay. I pay him a dollar a month, man. Dude, for sure. Yeah, I have multiple ones that I just throw a buck, man. Yep. And it's it helps so much on the other end. Because this takes so much effort. I mean, you can ask James next time you see him. Look at all the stuff I've done in here. How much money do you think that cost me? I mean, don't even say it. You know, that's been six months of me doing construction, buying microphones, building. It's it's so much. And that's just cost. That's not what you're the value of what you're doing. No, that's not even paying me to do it. Right. It's not. So Patreon is fantastic. It's the best way that you can help out if you don't have a business and want to advertise. If you have a business and you want to advertise, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> Info at easternsierranow.com. But if you just want to help out, you can donate a dollar. Like he said, you can donate a hundred dollars. Right. Whatever you feel is worth your time for listening to not only this podcast, but everything we do on Eastern Sierra Now. News, weather, all the updates. There's a local events calendar. Have you guys even seen that? There's a local events calendar on there. Every single thing that goes on in Bishop and Mammoth, we have on there. Independence and Lone Pine. Right. I that's mean, it's, it's that's, that was something that as kids growing up, we never had. Because I remember being like cruising Maine and being like, dude, I don't know what's going on tonight. Or if you could have just been like, oh, check it out. There's something going on at this place. So that's why we invented that and created that. that. It's been great, dude. You got your mobile app. You got to check that out. So anyway, let's get back to the interview. You know that okay. we took care of some house cleaning here. So this is going to get a little bit a little bit different turn from the <laughs> doubles the clown stuff. Yeah. So I'd like to ask you about your role at a recent domestic violence seminar. What events in your life allowed you to empathize with the participants and what was was there a message that you hope to convey by being a part of that? Yeah, man. Um, and forgive me if I tear up. Yeah, all good. So let's get real. We're getting real, we're man. Getting real, bro. Jesse Steele, James Troll, and this is episode number one, dude. I just want to reach out and say thank you so much for inviting me for episode number. Cheers one. to that. Like, cheers to that. <laughs> My Gatorade, your Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Gatorade and Red Bull, baby. Mm-hmm. So, I was invited. Invited to the third annual um, Art Valley in Healing put on by uh, the local tribe, the Paiute tribe, um, Toyabi, Wild Iris. There was a bunch of sponsors uh, in that. And I, like we touched on earlier, I had a very tumultuous childhood. You know, I having my parents separated, my dad met Susie, mm-hmm. who is now his wife. Mm-hmm. My dad, or my mom, uh, I'm just going to keep him unnamed, um, but she met this gentleman, uh, fell in love with him, right? And it didn't take long for that relationship to become abusive. Uh-huh. And then it didn't take much long after that for that to become abusive to us, right? So, I mean, like, like I was tortured as a child. My brother, me and my brother, were, and my mom was, right? Like, yeah. The first time I was ever knocked out was six years old. Like I, you know, I lived a week with my dad. Dad was never abusive mm-hmm. physically, but he would, you know, he and he like, it, I love my father, but he was just young and he didn't know what he was saying and the impact that you have on children with words, like we were saying before, right. impacts in every way in affect every way. a kid. Doesn't matter what it. So is. if the dishes aren't done and your room is clean and he's like, you're worthless. Yeah, yeah. 
right? Like I, I still hold that, man. Yeah. I, I've had self-confidence issues my whole life because of those words. Yeah. And like in, you know, in my adult life and, and talking to him about it, he don't even remember doing it, man. Yeah. And I can't blame him that he don't. Yeah. Right? Because he was 30-something years old. Yeah. And working his ass off to try to put meat on the table for me and my brother. Yeah. yeah. And like he just, you know, he didn't like words carry so much weight with children. And it, that's in, in, you know, real quick, touching back onto what I do with the kids, man. Like, I am so careful with my words, mm -hmm. right? And like, even if, like, in the behavioral role that I play there, if the kids are doing something that isn't supposed to be done and they're not listening to me and I have to raise my voice, mm -hmm. right, and snap them out of it, mm -hmm. I take time at the end of that conversation, whatever it is in the correction, to be like, look, I'm not mad at you, mm -hmm. right? I, I, I want you guys to know first and foremost that I'm not mad at you about this. Like I needed to get your attention. So this is why I, 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 you know, I use the words that I do, which are very, very choice yeah. words and directly to the point of what we promote down there at the elementary school, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, respect and responsibility. Right. Right. Safety, respect, responsibility. I, I'm pretty sure that's the three key things that the Bishop Rams mm -hmm. promote. So, you know, when I'm stopping them in their behavior, I'm like, hey, we need to think is, is this safe? If right. it's unsafe, are you being responsible? Are you being respectful? Yeah. Right? And and those three things can, the, the answer, and it's a yes or no answer. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it's for adults. You learn that as a kid, <laughs> but as an adult, none of us treat each other that way all right. the time. Right. And those are good things to just enforce. Right. Think that through before you say stuff. Right. Because every one of us says stupid shit all the time. You know what I mean? You just say something because you think it. And right. then all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Well, <laughs> I really had to slow down my first year there. Like getting overwhelmed. We're going to go back to the yeah, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. But getting overwhelmed with the overstimulation of sound. Yeah. Right. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Anybody, if you want to come down and see my role in the BAC building and see what happens, like, please, guys, come on down, man. Um, but it's it can be super challenging, especially just getting thrown into it. So there was three or four different boys and it like fourth or fifth time during correction. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come over and I wanted to tell them, mm -hmm. I am sick of what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Right. It came out. I'm sick of your shit. Didn't want to say it. Yeah. But it just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Parents called. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. They, they went in parent, parents called in me in the office. Yeah. You know, with my, uh, Gretchen, if you ever listen to this, man, you're the best. So Gretchen, yeah, I boss, you know, all documented. And like, I admitted to it, man. And I'm very sorry that that. Right. But it did. And so, you learned. And I learned. Yeah. But like, you have to be, again, you have to be so careful with those words. You do. So my father was never physically abusive, but there was something said, you know, on a weekly basis that just scarred me and my brother for life. 100%. So we would go from him being gone, being absent, you know, because he would leave, you know, at, at six in the morning. We would have to, you know, prepare our own stuff, get ready, walk to school. Um, he wouldn't come home until five or six, maybe seven at night because he's out there doing concrete. You know, so we're latchkey kids. Uh, most of the time in our younger life, we would go over to Grammy's house. She lived over here on North 2nd Street. And she's like, I have her tattooed on my arm. That's nah. how much I love Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, then we would go uh, with my mom to Big Pine to just, uh, you know, the first time I, w I was ever knocked out was by that monster. And, and he was beating up on mom. And I had made a bow and arrow, so I took bamboo skewers, uh -huh. right, shish kebab skewers, and I, I, I took some uh, like um, sewing string, 
and like I, I kind of weaved it together and like that thing you could like it's stuck yeah right? so he's beating up on mom I come around the corner dink, right in his leg man that thing went like two inches <laughs> in his leg bro like for real and yeah. he just turned around back right yeah. so um like he would lock us in the closet he had snakes he had tarantulas yeah you know so well, like yeah horrible. that's that's terrorizing like, i'm still afraid of the dark dog 100 yeah. percent. i'm 46 years old in august i'm i do not like yeah yeah, yeah. it makes sense i don't you know it's it. all the stuff that happens as a kid that builds and you don't even realize it maybe years later you'll go why am i afraid of spiders oh it's because of this you know that's that's it comes back man it's, so so anyway, let's get back with the domestic violence yes. thing. So how did that go? And uh, so uh, it's clear we know why you wanted to participate now. Right. right. Lydia um, Forehand, she knows what has happened to me as a child, and she reached out to me. Yeah. And so, like, I just, like, it's domestic violence, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is, it's bred in darkness, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. there's, there's such stipulation that happens behind it and embarrassment that happens behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, it's just, it's really hard to come out and be like look i'm getting beat up mm -hmm. or you know or something like that so like to anybody and everybody that's listening man i just want to say it's not your fault yeah because i carried shame yeah you know what i mean i thought i thought i deserved it like as if you know and, and it manifested when i was in fourth grade dude like i thought i deserved it bro and no no kid deserves that yeah you know what i mean so yeah or wife it's or yeah. it, you know what but, i mean or husband or dog yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there's all dogs oh god <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm gonna go kick my dog. So, like, yeah, yeah. You know, we must acknowledge the those victims of um, domestic violence mm -hmm. and and just let them know that it's not their fault. Well, it was great for you to participate in that, and it, it's it takes strong people to open up and let their weaknesses out yeah. for other people to understand. Oh, I also can be strong. Right. I don't have to be in that position. It's easy for me, who was not beat up as a child, sure. to go to someone and say, "Oh, you're fine." Well, that doesn't say anything. But you, who was letting him know, that's a bigger impact. It's just such a thing. It's so hard to break that cycle, you know, because yeah. violence begets violence. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, in the craziest thing about, like, that statement is how mom got away from Bill, right, is, is like, my mom's a straight G. So, yeah. like, she started buying him things, mm -hmm. right? So he wouldn't beat us up. Yeah. Money ran out. Yeah. So she started embezzling from the company that she worked at. Just and being a wild ass trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if she got caught, which she wanted to, yeah. I we would go with dad. Yeah. Right. And like my dad didn't get take you away because she didn't know how to get out. That is so once she got out, he came back around. She wanted no part of him. She met another man who became my stepfather for nine years. Uh Jim James David Farmer. Love that man. Yeah. Um Unfortunately, it didn't work out between them. They split ways. But once, you know, we came home, Bill was in the house. Yeah. Right? He had broken. He was in the bathroom, hiding in the bathtub. Yeah. What, whatever for reason or another. And and Jim had followed my mom home, right? So we came, we come in. Um, it's me and my mom. Bill's down the hallway. Jim comes in. Yeah. And, like, they're both six-plus footers. Yeah. Who throw hands, man. Like, yeah. Like, the monster was well-known through the Big Pie community of being the baddest motherfucker in Owens Valley. Yeah. Like, that's what he was. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, people called him Ogre. Yeah. Like, that's who, you know what I mean? So, like, he, like, Jim was like, all right, dude, like, come out, man. Come, come at me. Yeah. And Jim whooped him up. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, so maybe even the first time somebody got him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, Jim, like, through violence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, broke that cycle. So it's a hard thing to break, you know. It what is. I mean? yeah. And me growing up in, in in violence, like I was, 
Like I had my first experience in violence in second grade. Yeah. Right. Somebody told me they were going to punch me in my face. I punched them first. Yeah. Right. Just because like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, it's, you experienced that and that was what you were taught. And that's, uh, that's rough. With all of that about my, you know, my parents being said, like, yeah, ultimately I really, really, really want everyone, every listener, my parents, especially to know yeah, that I don't blame them. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. For all of that. Right. Right. Because like, there's no manual to life. Totally. It's the first time I've ever done it. Everybody's doing the best they can. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, when you're in those situations, um, you're coming home from a st- stressful day, speaking about my father. Yeah. Like, and I've, I've caught myself saying things that, well, not caught myself, but got reminded by my kids. Just be like, hey, man, remember when you said that? Yeah. And I'm so proud of them for being able to use their words. Yeah. And bringing it back up. And I'm just like, I said that? And they were like, yeah. And I really had to, you know, try to trace back to think. If I did use those words and what I did use. Right. Right. And then with my mom, like Jews, like the thing that I didn't say about that in the midst of that story was like, you know, that dude was going to kill us. Yeah. He said, if you leave, right. He told my mom, if you leave, I'm going to find you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your kids. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. So it's, you know, and and the craziest uh, thing about that, when I was talking to mom, about that relationship when we were older the the craziest thing about a most like an abusive race relationship is there isn't the absence of love love is present and love is like the promise that you know it might get better so yeah with all that being said about the folks man i just you know i really wanted to get that out there and just be like hey man the, the life is life and that's what it was yeah yeah oh absolutely but like through all of this i just you know again i just want to thank the uh the paiute tribe for reaching out to me and letting me speak because that was really, really yeah. powerful, man. Yeah. And hopefully you getting that chance helps some other twelve year old not throw fists, you know, or second grade or whatever you yeah, you know, whatever age you were at that point. It's I, I don't do that. Yeah, six, seven years. But that's nuts. And that so this is hopefully really great. So that that's super positive. Another really positive thing I wanted to touch on so we can keep things going here, but so we don't have a four hour interview <laughs> is um a much more joyful event, the Pride Rally. So you are oh. a strong advocate yeah. for Eastern Sierra Pride. As yeah, are we man. here at Eastern Sierra now, we're sure. 2023 uh, sponsor. Sure. You know, really a cool thing. Let's hear about your um, drive and the passion for uh, inclusivity and diversity. So, like, we're there's no like manual to be a human, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't like you're attracted to who you're attracted to. Yeah, since birth, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like, let's just skip over the gender roles. Yeah, right. Like, that's what it is, and what it is is what it is. And how does that affect me? It doesn't. Right. I don't care if you want me to say that you're a potato. Okay, that's what you are. Cool. Right. That. Yeah. It does not affect. It doesn't affect you. That's how I feel about it too. So I, I just, I don't care. I right. grew up not caring. Like back in the day, I had friends who were, were in the closet that okay. we all knew were homosexual or, uh, you know, they, they, they were, they, uh, um, they like same sex. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, it didn't matter. They were rad people. Yeah. Right. Like, Absolutely. I, I just loved them. I grew Dope. up loving them. And right. I, and to this day, I don't care what your sexual orientation is, as long as it's not like predatory. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting someone else, right? Or emotionally or physically, I could care less what you're doing. I just I got involved just because uh, a person like me, you know, I got, I get labels because of who I am growing up, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up very redneck. Mm-hmm. I always listened to hip hop, so I had that gangster version mixed in, mm-hmm. right? So hunting, fishing, listening to rap music. I bought my first rap album in 1986. Yeah, so like. Having a father who is, you know, uh, a Republican, mm-hmm. 
Like, and, and I'm not, I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat. I've been a voting libertarian for 16 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because third party is the only way we can get change. But gosh, man, like having, you know, looking the way that I do and and, and supporting, you know, the, the pride event, mm-hmm. it, it changes people who are afraid to speak mm-hmm. their mind, mm-hmm. right? Because like they're, the stipulation, like, oh, you support those, you know, yeah, yeah, I do, man. Yeah, I do because they're great people. Absolutely, straight up, man. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's a big change that's happened in the Eastern Sierra uh, in the last handful of years, really. But it's gone from more of a conservative red state to more of a blue thing. Sorry, it's true, and it's voted that way. And now there's a lot of more. My, like for for instance, uh, Stephen, you know, with uh, the town council, everybody loves Stephen. It's so amazing. He's elected in there. It wasn't like somebody yeah. said, "Oh, let's get a gay guy." Yeah. No, he's brought in and he's fantastic. Bro. Speaks his mind, says what he wants. Love that dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have <laughs> more Stephen stories than I could ever tell. I love, love you, Stephen. But yeah, he's the best. So um, that's wonderful, and I love uh, Pride. It's great to see people get the chance to feel inclusive, feel seen. Like yeah. we're talking about with kids before, you right. need to be acknowledged. And uh, have the the safety to be able to do whatever it is that they want to do without having to be choosing the word, maybe not correctly, molested in any way. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. And so that's uh, that's really cool. So it's cool to see that you are an advocate of that. Um, speaking of that, before we go to our next break, and then after our break, we'll be back with Butthurt Owens Valley information. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to know, you mentioned to me that you might be interested in running for town council or even the position of mayor someday. What's the uh, thoughts behind that? You know, it just kind of like people had hit me up, like, how come you don't run for mayor? You should be the mayor. And it's just like my role in the community. Um, People, like, for whatever reason or another, they really enjoy, uh, like, what who I am and what I represent. Um, I always speak the truth. I'm never going to not say what I feel, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. and I'm a born and raised bishop local. Mm -hmm. Like, this valley, this town means so much to me. Mm -hmm. And moving forward into that role, if and when it comes to me, I would love that responsibility and in, in getting with the community and providing the needs that the direction that I would like to see this community go. Absolutely. I think in the leadership positions there, especially if you look a higher than, you know, so you get to like Senate and Congress, that kind of stuff. Everybody just says what they're either paid to say or what they have to say because the person running there you know, the, the GOP or the Democrat, it doesn't matter what it is. What they tell you to say is what you say. Right. I see you as a person that's going to say exactly what you feel. And I think that's what creates change, whether it's good or not. Maybe you have some stupid backwards idea that you put out there and you're fighting for and the rest of us are like, what an idiot. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. You're trying to make change because you're being true. And that's what the spirit of get real is all about. So I think that's great. It, it, on a daily basis, like I treat everyone that I come into into contact with, with the love and respect that every human deserves absolutely perfect well said let's cut to a break on that uh well said there james trolls we'll be right back winter air service to the eastern sierra is right around the corner advanced air service will begin on november 22nd and fly through april 29th 2024 Catch a flight to or from Carlsbad or Hawthorne LAX on Thursday, Friday, Sunday, or Monday, direct into Mammoth Lakes. United Airlines will fly daily December 21st through March 30th to San Francisco and Denver, direct to Bishop. Get more information on air service into the Eastern Sierras at visitmammoth.com forward slash flying. Mammoth Lakes. 
Oh, okay. Welcome back to Get Real with Jesse Steele, where we are getting real with James Trolls. What up, what, One more thing I really want to make sure we hit before we get rolling here is if you want to know more about when these things are going to happen, um, who's coming up next week, uh, just different podcasts. We have multiple different podcasts, Just a Minute with Amy Smith, which is a political podcast okay. where people are jumping out for throwing in their, their hats in the ring for politics, like <laughs> it might be you. What we do is we cut on. Amy has a show where she interviews them, gives them all the questions beforehand, but you only get one minute to answer. So we can't have that political rant for three hours. Love that. One minute. And it's on the screen. I cut you at one minute and we move on to the next question. Huh? It went great last election. So that'll be starting wow. this election season now. That's going to be great. But if you want to find out about these, just go to easternsierranow.com. On the right-hand side, you're going to see a thing that says email, subscribe. All you got to do, put your email, hit go. Boom. Every single thing we post on Eastern Sierra Now, press release, weather, doesn't matter what it is, you get sent that in your email. You'll never miss anything. You're going to be the most informed person in the valley. Love it. Anyway, all right. The other way to be the most informed person in the valley is by joining the group But Hurt Owens Valley. I know that's what you're all listening oh, for here. You want to see what is going on with that. So, James is the founder, one of the founders. One of the one of the founders of Butt Hurt Owens Valley. Well, actually, you know what? I inherited it, man. Yeah, yeah. So the founder was Scott Stoner. Scott Stoner, okay. Right. And he based the group on uh I think it's and sorry, Scott, if I can't pronounce that stupid town right that you grew up in. I think it's Vincentes or something like that. Okay, okay. Something like that. Something like that. Iowa or some dumb state back there where it's flat, but <laughs> uh, where they're all buttered, but like in the you mountain. Like he he pretty much modeled it after that one. Okay, right? and like that one is wild, bro. That one, like when I took it over, I didn't want to have that the toxic environment, uh -huh. right? Like photoshopping dicks in people's mouth, mm -hmm. like all of that talking, like yes. Yeah. So I had to come up with some. Well, it's pretty clear how I'll read you the rules that I wrote down here from what you guys have just in the about section when you first get on Butthurt page. Yeah. So this is a forum for free-thinking individuals. What are you butthurt about? What grinds your gears? Um, this is the place to post about it. Even if you are that race, no bigotry of any kind, even words that were previously used. If it is borderline, you will be banhammered. We're going to get into the banhammer in a second. If you call out an admin in a derogatory way, you will be banhammered. If you ask me to banhammer you, I will do so and block you from the group forever. We are trying to keep the group from this type of nonsense. Yeah. As of um, late, this shit has gotten out of hand. If you won't post that stuff on your personal page, you should not post it here. Right. So that's it. Kind of says it all. Well, and and it, when I was making those rules, dude, it like it was it was a jungle out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. like people using racial slurs. Yeah, like people hiding behind fake profiles. Yeah, right. And and like like not really necessarily like being transparent in yeah. who they were. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like like being anonymous like that, you can say whatever the fuck you want to. That's what and pride there's, comes. And in. there's no there's no like uh, uh, repercussions for those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So much of that stuff will happen on there. I've seen you, you guys ban hammer people all the time yeah. for things that are just ridiculous. Yes. And it's like, come on, man. That's not the point. Uh, see, Butthurt, I, I would argue that Butthurt Owens Valley is the most used news source uh, in, in the Owens Valley, in the Eastern Sierra, it's probably. And in all honesty, so many people go to that, way more than I have. And I have a lot. And it's, it's way more than that. And I know when I'm looking for something, I go to Butthurt to see who's talking about it. And then from there, I'll try to figure out what the news story is. So it really is. Everybody loves it. So my question about that is, what is it about Butthurt Owens Valley that makes people want to go there versus the like 
living happy in the Owens Valley or Eastern Sierra now or whatever it is we're talking about. Sure. What makes you want to go there to find out stuff? Is it human nature? Is it the the that you want to see someone get hit by the car? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Is it what what do you think? So there's that side of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see somebody get hit by the car? Right. Right. Because right. a lot of those posts just throw it out there, man. Whether it's it's got, you know, not necessarily gossip, but what's going on in somebody's lives. Some some of these, you know, members and there's we just crossed fifty five hundred, right? Yeah. Five thousand five hundred. I wrote that down. I was gonna say, yeah. Right. So yeah. like um I, you know, first and foremost, I just wanna say thank you everybody who is a member. Um, I'm really trying to be as positive as I can with that group. Mm -hmm. But like, there's those, you know, the aspects of like people, you know, drinking Facebook, like, you know, like my boyfriend, and so there's that part of, of uh -huh. you know, fulfilling the drama that you like most people want to, you know, see get hit by the car. So um, it's, I don't know, man, it's just, it's crazy. It's just a crazy thing that, that I really just fell into. It's kind of like woven itself into the fabric of our like local culture yeah. because you get people that'll say things like, "Hey, it butthurt or it didn't happen." <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. It's like I said, I check all the time to see what's going on. If I haven't heard about something, somebody says, "Oh, was there a car crash or something?" I'll check butthurt because yeah. people nine times out of ten are going to jump on. One of my favorite things about butthurt is that yet it's a pain in the ass. By the way, too, is that you have to put butthurt yeah. in your post yeah and so i have to rethink what i wrote every time i post something because right. it's like i have to make it work but that kind of ties it home and it's great branding so i i i, I made that rule just because uh -huh. a lot of people were starting to use the page just because they're not getting likes on their own page yeah right so they would post pictures or or comments or something so like we had like i just wanted to to make sure that we kept it in the direction that i want it to go yeah right and so if you have to be silly enough to be like oh are you butthurt or i'm butthurt or reword your thought into um uh to to make a post on on that group like it it cuts down on the nonsense yes right yeah, yeah, yeah. it really does yeah and you're posting stuff that's actually about being butthurt right about something that happened or something right. that's going on that's stupid huh. one of ours that we posted was about like why are the kmart buildings empty still and we post and it was so many hits from butthurt still. from that thousands seven thousand probably yes yeah. just through butthurt and that's just because and that's just that's deservedly we should all be pissed about that it's insane, yeah bro. come on man yeah, it's stupid. And they go go read that if you want to see. It's a uh, Tanner Rush wrote it. It's on Eastern Sierra now. You can find oh, it. Cool. Yeah, it, was, it came out really great. And thank you for the posting that for us. That was great. It helps a lot. But I think that's the point of Butthurt is you get the chance to, I don't want to say the underbelly because it's not the underbelly, but no. it's like you you get the chance to come at it from like a more human perspective as opposed to, you know, like, okay, let's make this nice and say it politically correct and all that. It's like, no, I'm just going to say what I think. Right. And then people get the chance to argue. Right. And then that's the other side to butter. Right. You get 400 comments of people right. arguing about their opinion back right. and forth. And like everybody has their own opinion, man. And like, I, I want to respect everybody, you know, like what they're feeling at the time of that comment. Yeah. Right? Because we all like in, unless it, it goes the direct, like in into like directs, you know, like bullying. Yeah, or you're like, breaking rules. I mean, there's you have a whole list of rules there. It's, we have them for a reason. Yes, exactly. Right. So like, um, it kind of I just kind of let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's there's always the post and delete. Yeah. yeah. So like, I I really try to get on there and grab some screenshots and and just so we. Do you have any favorites that you can remember? Of all time, it's just like this might have been the best post we've ever done. I mean, in how, how many years have I been the admin? It's been a while. Like eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. There's just 
anything that stands out one that you hilarious too many, i mean like i don't know man that, there's too many bro there's so there's if so, you think of one so, we'll go but you can just jump in and say it and we'll, we'll move on to another question but yeah that's that's one that i'm really so interested in like, so my biggest question about but her owns valley yeah. just from coming as a reporter standpoint True. is uh do you think that it has brought more positive or negative attention to the area and how would you describe its overall impact so th- i think it's a good thing mm-hmm. right otherwise i wouldn't keep it right um yeah. it was in the negative light and that's why i changed it from what it was into mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. i did not like the direction it was going yes i wanted to be as positive as we can with it and recently that has developed into me um you know having the giveaways mm-hmm. right so tell every, me about that too yeah, it's so every month you know I, I have uh some paid advertising okay so they pay me uh, X amount of money. Mm-hmm. I take that money, um, which is my money, and then I just give it back in the community by ba- buying a quart of wood and, and oh, that's ha- great, and having a raffle. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah, I noticed that, and I wanted to ask you about that. That's really cool. Yeah. So, so you're taking something that can inherently be negative because people want to go on and complain, and turning it into a positive. And that's cool. And like since Jump Street, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like the parking is always a huge thing. Yeah. Right. The parking yeah. poodles. I think Glenn, Glenn Clark, Clark uh, uh, love Glenn. Uh-huh. Um, I think he, he deemed them parking poodles. But like, it, that you know, when you're parked out of pocket, bro, like you get called out on it. Totally. I mean, and this, it's a great way to keep you honest. You, you know whose truck that is. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like I, I myself and so many other people, yeah. like I cannot park wrong. Yeah. Right, my my truck's license plate says Trul- just Trulls. Yeah, it is a big giant silver truck. Yeah, like it, you can't miss it. That so, and everybody you know they know my Impala, they know my wife's car. So it's like we it it just keeps people in line. And more than anything, I think it it, it does keep you know some some aspects of things. It, it maintains order mm-hmm. within the community. Um, so I I really think it's beneficial. Speaking of that, here's a good question for that. Some cultural phenomena, this is from Rusty the Robot again, by the way. Some <laughs> cultural phenomena can be divisive. How do you think But Her Owens Valley has affected community cohesion? And have there been any instances where it has sparked positive conversations or changes? Like, you know, promoting the pride rally, yes. right? Yeah. Promoting the domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, promote it. There's so many things that we, like, I try to promote, mm-hmm. right? So, like, whether like no matter what it is if it's local you know what i mean i i pump it out there Mm -hmm. like if it's raffles for kids who are sick or 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 you know whatever it is like i i want more traction to those people and we can get it because you know we got 5500 people on that thing yeah you've got the people going there yeah that's really that's great that is positive Another thing with Butthurt Owens Valley is, I mean, there's a certain level of humor or satire, all of us. I mean, everything. And that's, we all think that's the best part of it. In my opinion, it's hilarious. So that's why I want to watch it. Um, Do you think that serves as a form of social commentary or even a view on the Owens Valley of like who we are as a people based on what you see daily through that? And does that lead to more of a, oh God, we're all depressed and sad? Or is it more of a, okay, we're all just kind of funny and getting along and, you know, doing what we got to do? So Bishop is such a melting pot now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Social media, like we have, it used to be like nobody really knew about Bishop. Right. But like all of a sudden Instagram, these, you know, these social media platforms come out, people take pictures. Where is that? Oh, it's in Bishop. And we're like, this is the gem of California is the Eastern Sierra. The no doubt. Valley, it's, it's yeah. one of the most unique. And now some of them are getting to be a nice cultural diversity, um, like, you know, you, you have your Native Americans and then you, who, you know, um, 
it's it's very unique. A, a lot of people don't even know that there are natives. Yeah. Right. People from the city, people who who aren't you know used to being around Native Americans, are just like, oh, I thought that was something that you you know you see on TV. Like they're yeah. You know, are they around? Yes, and they're a huge part of this community, right? So like the the diversity that we're starting to to get, especially with like um, all of the trust funders coming up here and buying houses. So you're getting more and more people. It's becoming more of a melting pot. And and BHLV, I, I wanted to be the the voice of that diversity. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? So so I'm kind of off track here. No, it's all right. The voice of diversity works, man. That's exactly what I was going for. Is what what do you think its significant role is in that? Now that, that works. It kind of ties into the next question too. So you personally, James, as sure. an advocate for positive community impact, yeah. do you think BHOV aligns with the overall ethos of building a stronger and more connected community, or do you see areas where it might have room for improvement? in the future. I, I definitely see, you know, and I, I try to, to, to keep it pretty tight. You know what I mean? And, and I want it to be like, if, if there's a time where I think that it, it's not serving its purpose anymore mm-hmm. in a positive way, I will take the time. I will delete all 5,000 plus members and yeah. get rid of that group. Yeah. 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 I, I promise you, I will. It's, right? it's you, that's your responsibility. I think that's it's great it's, that you hold that. It's, it's sometimes like in the past, I've let it become so stressful to me because I would get so many messages like, why are you letting this happen? Yeah. How come you deleted my post? Rah, 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 rah. I'm going to get my lawyer. You banned me. I'm going to, you know, like, and it's like, yeah, man, I did. And it, well, it's just like, bro, like if you catch that ban hammer, right? Yeah. Like I forget who nicknamed it. I think it was the the OG uh, uh, creator, Scott, uh, Scott Stoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, Scotty. Um, but if you catch the ban hammer, man, like it's for a reason. Yeah. Right. It's not because I don't like you and maybe I don't like you. Yeah. Right. And that had a lot of the influence in it. Yeah. If I don't like you. Yeah. Right. Like you need to check yourself. Yeah. Home. You did a reason for it. It's not just that you just like. And, and it. Right. It's 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 whether it's the disrespect that you give to me or the disrespect you give to somebody else that I know about. Yeah. That you don't know that I know about. Right. Right. Because I love everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really you know, I like I said, I give everyone the respect that every human deserves. Absolutely. And that's what we all should be doing. And that should be the base. It shouldn't even be an aspiration. You wake up and you have a choice, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You, yeah. You wake up and you have a choice. Agree completely. Let's get one more question in here. Right. And then we'll wrap this up with James Trolls. So looking ahead, do you foresee Butthurt Owens Valley continuing to play a role in the cultural landscape of Bishop? Yeah. And you kind of answered that a little bit. And how would you like to see it evolve? What potential positive contributions do you think you can make moving forward? So there's basically... What can you do, or do you have any plans to see something else that maybe you haven't done in the past? Um, and do you plan on doing this forever? Is it just a, a flash in the pan? It's been a couple of years. It's cool. Or is this a hey? People really need this, and this is something that's gonna happen until it gets to the negative, like you said. Right. And I'm never gonna let it go there. So, yeah. like my envision of what's going on with like where I would love to see butthurt is, you know, I, I started the BHOV giving, mm-hmm. right? And that was that was kind of depending on sponsors. Yeah, people were hot on it at the beginning, and then it just dried up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's five thousand members, bro. So mm-hmm. like, even if the active members, which I want to say is like scratching around like eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred. Yeah, like, bro, if you give a dollar, right? Yeah, and you and like that money, I swear to God, I will, I will show you every red cent. Yeah, I will put that directly back into the community in one way or another. Absolutely, right? And mm-hmm. and like that is a positive change. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the direction that I wanted to go. I would love to have sponsors and, you know, have 
Um, I, I did make a TikTok. Um, it would, you know, or YouTube videos, kind of like Jimmy Darts. Okay. Right. Or Big Dog TV. Gotcha. Right. I okay. would love to have it catch fire, catch wind. Yeah. Get real money. Yeah. And give away real things. Walk, you know, walk up to somebody and be like, here's a, you know, here's a MacBook or yeah. whatever it is. Like, yeah. there's, there's a gentleman and I forget his name, but he's like, I, you know, I, I get you this. What do I give the next person? Mm-hmm. It would be the funnest thing in the world to do. Yeah. Right. Walk up to somebody that needs it and hear. Or just like in in the, like, you know, we're like, we're cold. It's cold right now. So that's why I wanted to give away the cords of wood. Yeah. And if, if like that's going to go next month, like I'm, I I realize that I'm being biased to people who don't have a wood burning stove. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're in that raffle and you got a pellet stove or you don't and you're running like straight electric heat, like I do. Yeah. Right. Like we we keep our house warm with gosh darn, you know, plug in wall heaters. Yeah. Right. Our electric bill is insane. Yeah. Man, I'm going to put four hundred dollars toward your electric bill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I don't want to exclude anybody. Yeah. 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 In, exactly. And so it's quarter wood just because it's easy to put that. But whatever their heating source is, that's what the gift. I didn't is. even think about that until somebody was like, oh, man, I got a pellet stove. And I was like, dude, why didn't I think of that? Just chop the wood up, make pellets out of it. Come on, MacGyver. <laughs> nice dude sounds like you're a pretty giving soul and you've been around the block a couple of times and really have your uh your heart in the right place for the community and a love for this community and it's pretty safe to say that you're going to be sticking around here and uh hopefully running for town council so that'd be great man so butter one last thing i want to talk about you you guys have merch right stickers that kind of stuff that it started it just yeah it became i'm like i'm a really busy person yeah yeah right i have multiple jobs i do a lot of different things so like i'm trying to find like an online store that will take care of all of it like shipping and everything right yeah so i we put the designs out there yeah whether you know beanies hats like like i was hit up by so many different females yeah you know for underwear yeah, right nice. for bikinis. You know what I mean? Right across the butt. That's B H O V. I like it. You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, in a, like shirts, sweaters, and like that would be a good way to get it out, you know, for like people going somewhere else. Like, what is B H O V? Oh, it's, you know, it's a local group. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and like that would be a good way. I really want to try to keep it as local as possible. Right. But if accepting other people into this group who are not from the Owens Valley, gains traction yeah and that's gives me the opportunity to you know have bigger sponsorships yeah yeah, yeah. and give away things then that's the way the direction's gonna go absolutely yeah yeah cool all right man you know james it's been great having you here thanks it's it super enlightening conversation thank you and uh, we've known each other forever but i don't think we've had a conversation like this so it's right. great to actually just get to know a little bit about your past and stuff so that's Appreciate that's you. badass bro Appreciate um how can people reach out to you if they need to or they want to learn more about any of the things you're doing you know if you um would like to become a sponsor and i really want to get as many sponsors as possible right now i have two yeah right so there's there's so many businesses that that can and it's a tax write-off, y'all. Like it's tax season. If you're looking to dump some money for a write-off, like by all means, I'm I'm still working on getting it that, you know, a, a nonprofit. Like I'm I'm trying to follow all the follow all the steps possible mm-hmm. to to create a legit, you know, because yeah. right now it's just my work. Yeah, yeah. Right. You give me money, like and I'll like I said, I'll show everybody every last red. Oh, set. totally. But you know, I would love to have bigger sponsors. We have huge, huge corporations here. Yeah. Right. Like the the Manor Markets, the High Country Lumbers, the the Vonses. Yeah. Right. Not just local, like you, you like mom and pop shops, which you know, with um, Sundial giving, yeah, being one of my bigger ones. Back yeah, yeah. Alley, you know, shout out to the Back Alley. Fantastic. Um, but there's there's so many other places that can donate. 
and we can make a real difference in this community, guys. Like, you know, not just one quarter wood, but like we can give away all kinds of things. People, if if somebody needs a new vehicle, if some, you know, there's so many things that we can do right. to 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 create a positive and, and and better bishop. Right. Well, definitely count me in. I'll sign up as an advertiser for sure. And if you do go nonprofit, I'll sign up to be on the board. All right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Real quick, if if you're looking to get at me, man, just hit me up on uh, one of the messengers, uh, Facebook, what a, you know, Instagram, something like that. Um, Spell your last name because it's a little bit tricky. Yeah, it is a constant clust- uh, cluster. So T R U H L S James Cole James Edward Trules T R U H L S um, Trulesy at Gmail dot com T R U L Z E E at Gmail dot com. Um, and then you know I'm on Insta, I'm on uh, uh, Facebook. I got that ticky talky going. Okay. For all those cool. people out there getting getting ticked up. Yep. All right. So your uh, your homework when you leave here is to figure out what your favorite uh, butthurt post of all time is. Get it to me, and then I'll say it in my outro. Okay. Here in about you guys will hear it in about three or four seconds, but you know it might be a couple of days. All right, man. All right. Thanks, brother. Thank you much, love, dog. Hell yeah. Thank you so very much to James Trolls for being my first guest back after a twenty-year hiatus on Get Real with Jesse Steele. He really opened up there about some hard stuff to talk about. And that's the idea behind the show. Let's, let's really dig into people and see who they are and what they're all about. He's a great guy and he does a lot for our community. James did, in fact, hit me up with his favorite type of post on Butthurt Owens Valley. There's too many to pick from just one, he said. His favorite posts are when someone complains and then it backfires. Like, as an example, I'm butthurt about the service of this restaurant that just opened. Then the members of the restaurant let him have it. <laughs> Those posts tickle the shit out of him is what he said. <laughs> all right, thanks for that, James. Thanks for uh, running butthurt. We all enjoy it. A little chance to, to get out there and let things rip. Okay, that does it for me here on Get Real with Jesse Steele this week. Please download the Eastern Sierra Now mobile app to get access to our entire Eastern Sierra Now podcast network. We will be adding more and more amazing local programming in the next few weeks. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. I'm about to go get real with my blow-up Costco hot tub. I do see the irony in that statement. Get real. Thank you.